Hi, it's The Wire. It's Thursday, April 21st, 2022. Gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. I need to back away from an earlier video I made. I think the advice I gave is still great advice. But the betting odds aren't what I expected. And as this fight is one of the biggest fights of the year, we're talking about the heavyweight championship fight between Tyson Fury and Dillian White. I do feel an obligation to update the play. Right, the casinos have made their move. It's time for us to respond to it. Now, first, a little bit of background. Let me also say, too, I believe that sports bettors are among the most analytical people I've come across. Right, they understand that life is really about probabilities. That if you look at kids, it's not necessarily the smartest kid who's the most successful. It's the person who knows how to handle risks. So let's give a little background here. Just indulge me for a second, because really we're talking about risk management here. On October 19th, 1987, the stock market crashed here in the United States. The Dow Jones was down 508 points. Understand, the losses worldwide are estimated to have totaled more than $1.7 trillion. Few saw it coming, but better, we'll call him market participant to be PC. Nassim Taleb did. He realized that the unexpected can happen, that Things outside the normal range of distribution, right? Outside of the normal probabilities, outside of the standard deviation. Things called tail risk could happen. So he had bets on such unexpected positions, and they hit. He became wealthy. Now, in this fight, Fury against Dillian White. I expect Fury to win. As I've said here online, the earlier video is dated February 11th, 2022. Right? I expect Fury to win. But folks, there's huge tail risks here. Right? Huge. Fury, in my opinion, is a historical heavyweight. The best of at least the last decade or so, right? As longtime subscribers know, I picked him over Vladimir Klitschko. I picked him over Deontay Wilder. I'd pick him over Anthony Joshua, right? Understand, when he fought Wilder, he was coming back from boxing Siberia. He'd been out of the sport but you understood the talent level. But Fury's not fighting himself. He's fighting an actual opponent, Dillian White. Let's look at him. Very important. As an amateur, you need to know. He dropped Anthony Joshua. It's on film. 
dropped him. Right? Is up on his toes at the time. It's even more impressive. He's moving as he drops Anthony Joshua. He has beaten former heavyweight champion Joseph Parker. In the fight, he did get a legitimate knockdown. One's not legitimate, but one is. He did knock down Joseph Parker. Understand, he's beaten former heavyweight champion Alexander Povetkin. He stopped him early in the rematch. Right? Let's get the mental toughness. He's knocked unconscious himself in the first fight. Loses that by KO. In the second fight, he's back and he's aggressive. He gets the early stoppage over Prevetkin, former heavyweight champ. He has beaten heavyweight contender Derek Chisora. He gets a stoppage in the rematch. In other words, this is a guy who improves over time. And troublingly for us, because we know a lot of people show up in the ring with Tyson Fury and their first thought is, damn, he's tall. Understand, Dillian White has sparred with Tyson Fury. Right? Fury's height, his athleticism, is not going to be new for White. So in my opinion... And in the earlier video, I said, take Fury to win. Hedge the play with the under. Right? That was my assessment in February two months ago. I'm going to change that a little bit. You know, understand, I believe that Dillian White, who I expect to lose, has at least a 30% chance of winning the fight. Let's talk about the fight math. Fury's too agile for Dillian White. White, who was more of a mover as an amateur, doesn't move well now as a professional, and he's fighting this fight as a professional. I believe he's there to get hit. He's 6'4". He's not the kind of 6'4". That would give Fury problems. Let me point out, by the way, that if Usyk beats Joshua a second time. Usyk is exactly the kind of fighter who would give Fury problems. Right? You can believe that Fury is the better fighter in the abstract, but style-wise, he has a problem with the Usyk. I don't believe he has a problem with the White because, number one, White's not southpaw. Number two, White doesn't move as well and isn't as coordinated as Usyk. I know I'm making hard comments here. This is a betting site. It's not a fan site. Let me point out, too, that White's an excellent counterpuncher, but because of Fury's reach, because of his length, because Fury is a guy who knows how to use his reach and his length, it's hard to counter Fury. Right? Fury can stay outside and throw straight punches, whether left or right. Right, He can try to tee off with straight right hands. The problem is as you dodge the right hand, 
You're dealing with a guy who's 6'9". You can't do the quick counter because Fury isn't close enough to allow you to do that. Dylan White calls himself the body snatcher. Nod to Mike McCallum, great fighter. First guy to give Julian Jackson a loss. Right, fellow Jamaican. Right? Dillian White calls himself the body snatcher. The problem is, as tall as Fury is, Fury has the far superior legs. He can dance for 12 rounds. Right? Fury is a guy whose body's not there to be hit. Because Fury has an excellent jab and Fury can move. I expect White to be reaching for him. Also understand, too, it's hard to time a guy who throws as many feints as Fury throws. Right? Fury's moving his head. Fury's fainting. Coupled with the reach. I believe from distance, Fury's going to dominate White. Now, those are my thoughts. But let's dig a little deeper and let's point out the tail risks here. Fury got knocked down two times in his last fight. Now, you might say, oh, that's Deontay Wilder. That's the kind of assumption that stock market people made in October of 1987. Right? Is it? Is it? Wilder's punch. Let's remember, they fight three times. Fury hits the canvas multiple times in two of the fights. Do the research. You'll find out others have knocked down Tyson Fury. Including Steve Cunningham. Who doesn't hit like Dillian White. So let's do a distribution here. Let's talk about what the odds should be. Let's talk about the actual odds right now. The casino has made an adjustment. They know there are many people like me who feel that Tyson Fury wins the fight. So what they have done, and it's a bit of a shocker, is they have in a fight where white Fighting on home soil. Let's remember, they're both fighting on home soil. Tyson Fury is not loved like Anthony Joshua. Right? Let's just be blunt here. The British people see Joshua as an Olympic gold medalist. They see Joshua as one of their own. They followed Joshua on his way to the top. The role Joshua plays is that of a corporate pitch man. He's the kind of guy who, if your son, if your eight-year-old son says, Dad, I love Anthony Joshua. You know, when's the next Joshua fight? Can we get the pay-per-view? You're going to think to yourself, okay, let's go ahead and do it. Right? Joshua is not a guy who has revealed to the public any real problems he's had. Joshua has talked about unity. 
His vision is macro. The British people are into that, even now. Right? The British people, American people, love the idea of a comeback. They love the idea of a guy who's on top stumbling and then having the courage to come back. They see Anthony Joshua that way. Now understand who Tyson Fury is. Fury, in many ways to me, is the Ali who shows up in Lewiston, Maine and is booed on his way into the ring. Folks, understand, Sonny Liston was not a popular fighter, right? That Ali Liston rematch had to be one of the few times in Sonny's life where he got cheered more than the other guy, and the other guy was Ali, right? Just understand, the guy who's coming out and who is mocking opponents, Who's talking about how other opponents can't match him. Basically, other opponents aren't even worthy enough to wash his car. The class clown, the guy who shows up in a Batman suit to a pre boxing press conference, which is what Tyson Fury did back in the day. You either love him or you hate him. Right? At any given moment in time, as you look around the room, 20% of the people, 20% at least, don't like you. You figure it out when things go bad for you, then they'll come out with knives. Insiders know the real comeback story is Tyson Fury. Right? The real talent is Tyson Fury. Fury's coming back from mental health issues. Fury's coming back from substance abuse. Fury was battling the British boxing board over allegedly taking performance-enhancing drugs. Right, like Ali, he's the guy who, a parent with an eight-year-old is wondering whether they should cover their kid's eyes when he hops in the ring. 94,000 people are scheduled to come to this fight. Right, folks, I'm just telling you that Fury has had such a love-hate relationship with British authorities that he hasn't even been fighting out of the UK for several fights. He had to travel to the United States, I believe to L.A., to fight Deontay Wilder, even though he was the lineal champion and was unbeaten at the time. And even in that fight, that fight, he got jobbed on the scoring. You and I know he won that fight by several rounds. They called it a draw. So just to understand, things are complicated. There are going to be a lot of people in the UK who show up hoping to see Dylan White, Dillian White, 
prove the public wrong. Let me just say, too, you know who Dillian White is. It's on film. Look at the beginning of his fight against Anthony Joshua. Now, keep in mind, when that fight took place, Joshua was unbeaten. Right, Joshua, with all due respect to Oscar De La Hoya here in the States, Joshua was the golden boy. He was the one who was going to take the UK to new heights. Right, one wonders why fighters like a Lennox Lewis had to fight Michael Grant in the United States, right? The UK has had some spectacular fighters, right? Lennox Lewis was a great fighter. He chose the UK. Jamaican guy fought for Canada in the Olympics, chooses the UK, and they didn't embrace him like they're embracing Anthony Joshua. They haven't embraced Tyson Fury, who, as I've said here, is a historical heavyweight. The way I see the world, the top three heavyweights of, let's say, you know, uh, the last several years would be Lewis, Vitaly Klitschko, and Tyson Fury. So just understand, you need to understand Fury has a huge risk here. This is a rocky story for many. People are going to be cheering for Dillian White. Understand, Dillian White's career looked finished after he lost to Alexander Povetkin. But White is the guy who just won't give up. He's the guy you recognize right, as the guy in the bar, the local athlete. I believe he's going to have more support than any of us envision. The 94000 in ticket sales is shocking until you understand that there's quiet support out there for Dillian White. And understand, against a fighter who got knocked down twice in his last fight, we know one thing about Dillian White. He has power, right? Joseph Parker knocked out. Povetkin knocked out. When he faced Anthony Joshua, who's physically bigger than him, Dillian White came out, is shooting a jab. I thought he looked great in the first round. Of course, knockouts cause amnesia. Of course, all we remember is the knockout, and it's a brutal knockout. Also, Dillian White clearly suffers an injury. You look at it on film, he has the jab working. He's coming forward on his front foot. Completely unintimidated. So, know your odds. I give Dillian White a 30% chance here. A 30% chance would make him a plus 170. Right? Just understand... To my amazement, and I'm shocked by this, it's impacting my updated betting strategy. Dillian White is going off at BetMGM as I make this video at a plus 400. 
they're giving him one chance in five, right? Plus 400 means the other guy wins four times. Every time you win once. Understand, if you shop around, it's even worse than that. I'm telling you, I got Dillian White a little bit above a plus 450. Folks, that should not happen. He's priced as if he's a lamb being fed to wolves. So let me update the play here. By the way, Tyson Fury is going off at a minus 600 in some places. So let's update the play to make this more worth our while, because I don't believe in taking minus 600s or minus 550s. When the opponent is this competitive, and Dillian White, who sparred with Tyson Fury, is this competitive. Right? He's lost to two guys, folks. He lost to Anthony Joshua. I congratulate AJ on that. And he lost that first fight to Alexander Povetkin. And in that first fight against Povetkin, and I picked Povetkin here online, but even I, as a Povetkin supporter, noticed that Dillian White was looking damn good in that fight until White inexplicably is lingering by the ropes. Right? But White was looking good. White had badly hurt Povetkin. White has a punch. So the bet I'm recommending here, in a fight in which I expect Fury to put on a showcase, I think Fury goes for the KO. The bet I'm recommending here is that you take Dillian White to win the fight at a plus 400 or higher. Quite frankly, at a plus 350 or higher. Dillian White's a steal, because what you're actually betting on, and I know this sounds odd to many, are the probabilities. Right? Close your eyes. You can envision a scenario where Tyson Fury makes a mistake. He made mistakes against Deontay Wilder and gets caught with a Dillian White right hand or left hook. Dillian White, by the way, is two-handed. You can see a scenario where Tyson Fury in a fight he could win on his back foot if he just stays away from Dillian White. You can see a scenario where Tyson Fury shows up, 94,000 people are in the stands. And he gets caught up in the moment. Decides he's going to come inside. Besides, he's going to put the exclamation point on his lineal reign and gets caught with something big from Dillian White. Right? I don't believe this line remotely resembles this fight. Right? As I said, even in a fight where I think a fighter has a clear edge, and I believe Tyson Fury wins 70% of the time, if you're going to offer me a plus 400 on a heavyweight who's already beaten two former heavyweight champions, I'll be your huckleberry. Right? You, you understand 
that Usyk fought Derek Chisora was unable to stop him. You understand that this man did. Right? So, the bet I like, and it's a hedge. Understand, the way the casino has priced this fight, I believe your play here should be a small profit if Tyson Fury wins. The Tyson Fury side of the aisle is really to finance the Dylan White side of the bet. I believe you want Dylan White, Dillian White, simply to win, hedged with the under, and they have made the over-under nine and a half rounds. That gets you to the midway point of the 10th round. Folks, you know something's wrong when they think that a guy can go to the midway point of the 10th round against Tyson Fury but yet they're giving you a plus 400. That makes no sense at all. Right? So, that's how I'm playing it. Right? I was hoping the line would be more Fury, minus 200. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll jump into water on that. Not Fury, minus 600. Your goal in betting should be to make money. Understand, if Fury comes out and puts the exclamation point, wants to show the public that he can drop a guy he's familiar with, familiarity works two ways. He knows Dillian White. If he comes out and finishes Dillian White, then you say, okay, great. I make a small profit. I live for another day. But if Dillian White comes out, and beats one of the best heavyweight champions I have seen. That's who Fury is. Then you're laughing all the way to the pub. Then you're like Nassim Taleb was October 19th, 1987. Let's also remember boxing history here. Think about the best heavyweight champions you've seen. Let's talk about tail risks. You heard me mention two of them. Vitaly Klitschko loses to Chris Bird. Right, it was unforeseen, but he tears his rotator cuff in a fight. Is that even a black swan, a boxer getting injured during a fight? He lost. Lennox Lewis is fighting two guys. Oliver McCall, who was an open secret in boxing, gave Mike Tyson some of his hardest sparring. Right? Lewis gets caught. If you think that was a black swan, Lewis gets caught by Haseem Rockman. Right? Where Lewis, inexplicably, is over by the ropes. Did not fully train for that fight. We know Ali lost to a few men, one of them being Leon Spinks, who didn't even have 10 pro fights. Right? Go through history. Rocky Marciano, I know he's an urban legend. There are many who feel he lost the first Roland Lestarza fight. Great fighters can lose, folks. It happens. 
right? In the 1980s, there was a time period there where you thought Mike Tyson was simply unbeatable. Think about the math. If you got more than 30 to 1 odds on Buster Douglas, understand that if you were getting even money on Mike Tyson, who always was a prohibitive favorite, if you were getting even money on Mike Tyson for all of his fights, right? And your friend just bet the Buster Douglas fight, was always betting against Mike Tyson at even money, but hits on the Buster Douglas fight, he was the one who made the profit since he got more than 30 to 1. Right? Think it through, right? As long as Tyson, let's do the math, had less than 30 fights up to that point. So this line is a joke. While I feel Fury wins the fight, look, I'm more interested in making money than I am being right. Since I feel Fury wins the fight, okay, I'll take Fury for the first nine and a half rounds. I get that in the under nine and a half. I get both guys in the under nine and a half. When the casino is foolishly offering a four to one on a fighter who has a 30% chance of winning the fight, I'll be on that side. I'm taking Dillian White to win the fight, betting wise. But I need for you to understand the risk involved. If Tyson Fury lets this fight linger, he could win it on his back foot, moving behind a jab, sticking and moving. Right? Letting his reach be an issue. If this fight makes it past the halfway point of the 10th round and Tyson Fury gets a late stoppage or gets a decision, defends his crown, understand we're talking about a fighter who's unbeaten today. You lose it all. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, and for an outlay of the betting odds, let me encourage you to check out oddschecker.com. They'll have a good outlay of all of the odds on this fight. Thanks for stopping by.